Hey, Easton, can you bring us in, please? Hey, Hell, there we go. I suck at dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared, an iHeartRadio podcast. With Dean, Jason, and Jared, this wonderful day in Woo! Las Vegas. We are my suck at dating in Vegas. We are recording live from the most poppin' pool party in all of Las Vegas. <laughs> and when I say that, I'm being a little bit facetious. Um, anyways, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. I'm Dean, joined in studio by in, Jared. In studio, also known as the Cabana, next to the Planet Hollywood Pool. We have a very special co-host with us today. Not just a guest, but a co-host who is going to help guide this entire podcast. You know him. You love him. Weighing in at 190 pounds, standing tall at six foot two, Jason. I don't want to say your last name. Tartrick. 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 I got the from Buffalo, New York. Come on now. From Buffalo, Hell, New York. From Buffalo, New York. Uh, just so you, I know this is a podcast you guys can't see. I just want to give you a play-by-play. Jason right now is eating some buffalo wings with ranch sauce ladies and gentlemen that is fake news everybody <laughs> Which that is, is fake news I, I agree that it's fake news because you're so publicly blue cheese and here you are using ranch <laughs> this is dipping your chicken wings there are no chicken wings i don't eat vegas chicken wings first of all <laughs> second of all there are tater tots anyways <laughs> thank you so much for joining us buddy we thank appreciate you for being me. here we do um, appreciate you having here. So why aren't you The Bachelor? What's going on? <laughs> why aren't you filming? Right, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a decision you have or a question you have to ask someone else. Uh, I, was, I was willing to do it, and uh, it's all good. One it's chapter, all good. One chapter ends, another begins. So we'll see. Well, you definitely have a positive attitude about it, which is really good. So what's dating life been post-show? Yeah, it's been, it's been different, right? I mean, so... For me, I'm, I'm looking for someone to, like with quality and with the right intentions, and but, it's different. But now. here's the thing: is because before you went on TV, you were a very like sought after, attractive. You're, you're still this, the same like attractive person that you are now, right? And so, it's well, <laughs> you you made it sound like a question, like right? Well, the, <laughs> the point, the point <laughs> is, like before I went on TV, job. I was just a fucking dumbass. Who, I'm sorry for cursing. I was just some dummy who worked as a recruiter in Los Angeles. But Jason, I feel like was always kind of a guy that would be like people like wanted to be with you right that's nice of you well i can only imagine <laughs> I, again i didn't know you before the tv show that's fair. and so it's i'm sure it's changed for you to some extent but like how has it really like obviously like people you go out like people notice you and recognize you like a lot of kind of stuff but i don't necessarily imagine it being that different for you to me it's it's not entirely different i think obviously it opens doors and intros to people that i wouldn't have met otherwise but for me it's like i, I don't like being so public with everything I yeah. feel like and then you go on a date and you go on reddit the next day and people are talking about who it was or you don't go on a date you just go to coffee with a friend because right. you're new to a city and you have people saying oh they're dating they're kissing they're holding hands etc so for me it's the whole public aspect of it that's just it kind of sucks new. yeah that's the thing that's <laughs> like it's just different it's and just different I was talking to Blake it's like you could go to lunch with your cousin or something like that and people are like oh my god who is this who's he dating now 100% 100% one time all of a sudden you're dating your cousin it's yeah. like that's not <laughs> no, 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 I swear ever, to God. Ever. We don't do that in Buffalo. Uh, I remember one time in a restaurant back home, I, uh, I was out one night, and this waitress, I, I, this restaurant called um, uh, Bezos, I go to all the time. Okay. Long story short, saw one of the waitresses that worked there at a, at a different bar, and I said, oh, hey, what's up? I recognize you from the restaurant. She's like, yeah, you come in all the time. You're the one who always brings in dates. I was like, <laughs> oh, what? Jesus. She's like, yeah, every time you come in, you're with a different girl. And then I was like, 
And I remember I went on a date there one time. Yeah. And I was like, that was one time. Why do they think I'm with all these different girls? And then I realized, because I go in there with my sister. Yep. One of my best friends who's a girl. Uh-huh. My cousin. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, they think I'm all dating this girl. But it's the same thing, right? It's, it's the same thing. It's this guy from The Bachelor coming in with all these different women. So, oh, he's just bringing, he's just dating 17 girls at one time. Right. You get this like... Uh, good for reputation. you, Jared. Yeah, good for you. you know? There's a good story with Taylor, actually. We talked about yeah. it. Taylor. So Taylor was so nice. She reached out and she said, hey, I know you're new to Seattle. If you ever want to get together, I can show you the places to go and things to do. So we got together, very casual, very friendly. And um, we left. And as we left, some guy said, hey, can I take a picture of you with you? Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Sure. So he's like, all right, get together. And I'm like, well, don't you want to be in the picture? Isn't that the premise of this? He's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then he jumps in the picture, takes it. We walk away, say goodbye. I'm like, that was kind of weird, right? She's like, yeah, that was weird. Two hours later, he's all over the internet saying oh, that we no. were dating and everything. And literally, it was very, just very friendly. It was very nice of her to reach out. She's an awesome person, but it was nothing more than Romantic. just welcome to Seattle. Right. Here are some places to check out. So I'm, you're dating Taylor now. I am not dating Taylor. <laughs> I like Taylor a lot. She's great. I, She's I'm, great. But I'm just—it's another example of things of, getting exactly. blown out of proportion. Totally. Exactly. Um, I don't think I have any stories of that specific situation, but yeah, it's like you go anywhere with anyone and then all of a sudden, and it dies down, it dies down a little bit. Like I was talking to Blake about this the other day too. Um, it's like maybe like the first couple months afterwards, everyone's like super hyper involved in your love life. Right. And, um, it, it, a year removed from my experience is like people care a lot less now. Right. Right. Which is great. Like it's, you can, you can be more, I guess, natural in Mm -hmm. that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, like I think it's a discovery. You know, when you're starting to date someone, there's a discovery phase. Like, yes. are you going to date them? Are you not going to date them? Is it going to get serious? Is it going to last? Is it long distance? Is it not? That tough. That process is like so much more difficult now. Because as you're like kind of treading through the water and trying to get to know someone yeah. to see if that's going to work out yeah, in yeah, yeah. that direction, there are so many things being said about where you're going and what you're doing and how it's so, being done. So I went on a date uh, <clears throat> last week actually, and. Uh, this is actually an important conversation for us to talk about, I feel like, is I went on a date. Uh, we went to a baseball game, and I was like, we were driving home. And she was like, yeah, like I was pretty hesitant to date you because your life is so public, and I want my life to be super private. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a very private person. And she, so, she said, like, the barrier to entry for this date to me was the fact that I don't want my life to be publicized so much. And I was like, well, obviously, like if we were to ever get to the point of being girlfriend, boyfriend, like I would respect that. And I wouldn't like plaster your face all over my Instagram, like that kind of thing. Sure. But it was a very weird thing to hear. Like this girl was very verbally, like she was very aware of the fact that like, if she were to date me, then she would then become like this person where her personal life would then become public. She sure. would be Dean's girlfriend. Right. <laughs> and that's yeah. no, that's like an actual the first thing time I've heard it. It was the first time I had heard it. And I was like, that's you make an incredible point. I would never obviously like want to make you, uh, force you in a position that makes you uncomfortable but like that's something that now has to be taken into consideration when dating Jason or Dean obviously Jared's engaged to Ashley who you know you know we've got our own feelings about Ashley of course we love her we love her <laughs> but it's a weird thing for the single people that you know in my personal experience I would say if it were up to me I would not ever be in a bachelor relationship again and so now when I'm dating people that aren't part of bachelor nation who have not chosen to make their lives public like we have it makes it more challenging to yeah, them but even if you're in a bachelor relationship I mean like it's up to the two people about how public or private your relationship is of you course. have that option which is always good but I think coming from an outsider who's not a part of the franchise dating someone who is mm-hmm. 
who is very much a part of it, very much a public figure, that does create a different dynamic because you're right. Someone who's just lived this very normal life and who hasn't, um, you know, really had the exposure or hasn't been like it's weird having people talk about you. Yeah, I think that's one sure. of the weirdest parts. I th and now, like, if you date someone from the franchise, you're going to be talked about and like evaluated and judged, and that's a really difficult position to be put in. For sure. Um, but it's interesting too. I, I want to get your take on this, Jason. Like going on dates. Do you find that there's like almost a different expectation on a first date when you go and meet somebody? Because, you know, back when I was single, before the I'm you know, before I was with the love of my life, was uh, the most beautiful woman ever. Um, <laughs> get that camera out of my face. Uh, uh, Dean's videoing me right now. Um, but I want to get your idea about this. You know, you go on a date and you meet someone for the first time. Sure. But for them, if they're a fan of the show, yep. they know a lot about you, and I think. Like you said, there's this discovery about a first date that really doesn't happen when they go on a date with you because they know so much about you that I think there's different expectations on the first date for somebody who's going on a date with you. Yes, absolutely. And I don't, I don't want to put you know, any barriers against anybody. I'm curious your opinion of this. What? Generally, if oh, someone so is a much. fan of a show, I'm starting it's a to turn think... Off. It's a turn, turn off. It's a turn off. Yes. To exactly your point, because they already know all these things about me that I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And if someone doesn't know the show, I didn't want to interrupt uh, Jared up, while like, he was talking, but I agree. I would almost, I, oh, nine, ten times out of ten, I would prefer someone to not know anything about me going into a date. Agree, hundred percent. Because then you're on the same playing level. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and so, I, so for you, like, I understand, like, you had your time of, of kind of getting over the breakup with Becca, but then you like, it's been a while, so you've like started sure. dating again. Sure. So, sure. do you notice people like already having like a like a uh, maybe like an opinion of you in their head or like an understanding of who you are as a person because you especially went far you got third right mm -hmm. so third I, third I put that in air bronze quotes. medal right exactly <laughs> but like you you introduce her to your family you met her family yep. if I'm not mistaken and so it's like people don't necessarily have to know you to know you mm -hmm. and now you're dating especially in Seattle it's a big city but it's kind of a small town I feel like as well um, so you do you notice that or like have you noticed that? Yeah, it's interesting because on the show, you know, my best friends came to surprise me. I met her best friends and she met my family. Right. Right. And everyone got exposed to my parents and my brother and, and his relationship. And to your point, you go on these dates and they're asking you about your best. Oh, yeah. Your friend from Vancouver or your buddy from yeah, Rochester. Yeah, yeah. How's Hawk doing? And it's almost like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. We didn't cross that. Yeah. We didn't get there. How do you yet. know this about me? <laughs> we didn't get there yet. So I think that adds a different element to it. So it's the public perspective and then, you know, coupled with the whole, you know, they know so much about you before right. you go on the date. So. And I think Which, oh, no, go. It, again, I've been, I've been talking down on it because I, it can suck sometimes, but at the same time, it kind of is good because then they know what they're getting themselves into, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I've aired out my grievances for the world and you still want to go on a date with me after seeing those things. So why would you not? Because I would think that I'd be more hesitant too. But right. why would you not want to date someone from the franchise? There's, I think you nailed it earlier. There's just so much pressure in it. Okay. And as I've come to find out, I don't really do well, especially with relationships when there's a lot of pressure on, mm. in them. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I, I went on this date, date recently. Like, I've just started dating again, maybe within the past, like, three or four weeks. Okay. And uh, even then, it's like I, I kind of had a conversation recently where it's like, okay, like, where are we going to go after the third date? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is like exactly what it is. It's like we try to define something before it has to be defined. And that's what bachelor relationships are always like. It's like, okay, well, like you're a date or two into it. And you're like, okay, I'll call her boyfriend, girlfriend. And it's like, well, can we take some time to figure this out for ourselves? And especially when it's a bachelor relationship, 
the public does it for you, right? Like if you post a picture with, like we were just talking, Jared and I were talking about Jordan from New Zealand and um, Jacqueline. Yeah. Now dating. they seem to be dating. And it's like the, you then let people define a relationship for you totally. so soon and the way before you like even allow to yourself to define it for yourself. Um, and well, because of that, I, I just don't really ever see myself being in a bachelor relationship. Ever it doesn't again. stop either, though. And you could speak to this, Jared. I mean, so you, you start dating, then your boyfriend, girlfriend. And I was just with Raven and Adam last mm-hmm. weekend. Adorable couple. Yeah, I love them. Love them. Love them. Yeah. But all the questions about their relationship is, when are you getting engaged? Right. Yeah. When are you moving in? Right? So it's always, it's just a different phase, different question. People want the answers. It's people always want the next step. They want the next step. And um, don't, don't get me wrong. There are people in Bachelor Nation that I would definitely date. Like, I, I'm interested uh, like whatever it is, who are you interested in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> see. Let's throw some names out there, Dean. Yeah, but Dean. it's it's a, it's such a turnoff for me because I'm like, okay, like I think you're cute, I think you're interesting, but I don't think I can necessarily date you because of the connotations that are, or the the pressure that's going to be involved with it. Well, I also think that's why Ashley and I, for a lot of reasons, but one of them waited two months to actually come out about our relationship because we didn't want to post a picture a week into dating be like, Hey, we're dating now because we knew that right. there would be a lot of outside right. pressure put onto it. So we wanted to be like, listen, let's take our time. Let's keep this private. Let's work on each other. Cause once we started dating, we had an idea that this was going to be a lifelong partnership, marriage type relationship. And then a few, you know, a week or so, honestly, like a couple weeks in dating, we both knew where this was going. Um, but we still wanted to wait and really just grow our love. And, 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 and we did like, I, we didn't, We've known each other three years, but it took like a month and a half into actually dating before I wanted to drop the L word on it. Yeah, sure. And that was cool. There was no pressure. It was just like a very natural progression, which was really nice to have. So I can understand your hesitations about dating someone within the Bachelor franchise because there is this pressure of like, oh, well, you're there for love. So now you guys are in love. You're going to get married. And this is the most fantastic thing I've ever seen when it's like, well, we're just two people dating, trying to figure things out. Like we don't know if it's going to work out or not. We have no idea. Um, Jason, is there anyone in bachelor world that you're interested in? (laughs) I got to ask you, I got to ask you. You didn't even answer my question. There is someone that I've never met personally that I've texted a few times that I have a a very harmless schoolgirl crush on. What season was she on? I'm not going to tell you. Come on. That'll definitely give it away. Was she on the past either Ari or Nick season? No. She wasn't? Nope. She's an old school. OG. OG. Wait, what about you, though, Jason? We'll have to see. I think. Oh, uh, come on. You know, I already got Colton right now recruiting. He's saying the ones that I don't like that I think are a good fit for <laughs> I you. Like it. I'm going to tee yeah. it up. And I already told some of the producers, I'm like, have my back here. Let's go. Let's find this. So um, I'm going to hold off on that one. We'll so see. would you be open to the idea of doing Paradise next year? I would be. Yep, absolutely. I was this past summer, absolutely not. I just wasn't yeah. ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't do it unless I was ready. Um, but for next summer, yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll be on the beach together. Who knows? Blake, would you do it? Uh, for those that I you just don't know, head Blake, just walked, Blake, Blake just walked in. Blake just walked in. Ladies in studio, our man. cabana. I just got to, yeah. come over here. Come over. Blake, should we go rock? How did you guys get a cabana? We got a cabana last year. We needed a studio. All right, so. Uh, so uh, oh, oh. Blake, Hi. what's up? Join. This is Help by Suck at Dating. Uh, you're on the podcast with Dean, Jason, and myself. So what's going on? How's life, bro? How's life post-bachelor? It's good. It's good. It really is. It's it's a strange feeling. It's pretty surreal, but it's fun. Um, it's a weird platform. This is what I would say. This is what I always say. It's like a cool. It's a weird platform that we've been given where we kind of like, we can make you know we meet people. We can make them smile just by being ourselves. You know, which is really fun. That's a weird thing to be able to do. So that's fun. Um, and obviously, you know, uh, I'm dating again. You know, I'm back out there. So that's fun. So yeah. So you are you are you single? I am single. I am single. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Blake, That's the number one you question and I, want to no know. more competing for the You're same girl, though. Can we all agree on that? We're done with that. Until you guys both go on Paradise and like <laughs> the same girl. <laughs> it's always going to work out that <laughs> what way. What a lucky girl that will be. Oh, imagine, imagine being a woman Stop and having it. to choose between Jason and Blake. <laughs> like, it's what? the luckiest girl in the world. Oh, luckiest girl in the world. You guys are making us flush out here. <laughs> it's already hot. I, I will say, Becca, I, I met Becca, and she's a sweetheart. The fact that she had... Uh, Garrett, who I've never actually met personally, but seems like a great guy. Blake, Jason, and Colton, who obviously we all adore. Luckiest girl in the world. Probably maybe the best Final Four I've ever personally seen. Granted, I'm not a big fan of reality television. I didn't really watch many seasons. But (laughs) Ashley Ashley always says it was the best top four since Caitlyn's season. So that's a pretty pretty good one. Thank you, Ashley. We'll take that comparison. What about (laughs) Dean, Peter, and Brian, and Eric? Uh, That's okay. Anyways. Oh, oh boy. She loves you guys, too. Anyways, awesome. okay. So for the listeners out there, we we went out last night. Not so not so much Jared because he's a married man. I was back in the room by eleven o'clock. So Blake, uh, Jason, and I. I'm looking forward to Blake, those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all are. Uh, Blake, Jason, myself, Ben Higgins, Nick, and a couple other buddies went out to a. a a pool party last night in yeah, Vegas. Oh yeah, well, yeah, a pool, par- pool called, night yeah. party. And I just need to take a, a, another minute to let Jason blush real quick because oh, this man's ability to open is heroic <laughs> to the point where he needs to. He's maybe the best wingman out there. America's wingman. <laughs> America's wingman. <laughs> America's wingman. We were Let's sitting go. on a bed at a pool last night, like just oh, drinking God. whatever it is. And I look over at Jason. I was like, Jason, that girl over there is really, really cute. He like taps me on the shoulder. He's like, Dean, come here real quick. Literally, we walk what, 50 feet over <laughs> to this story. girl. It's a true story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we walk up to her, and Jason like leans in and is like, hey, my friend. I don't know what, exactly what he said. I would imagine it's along the lines of, hey, my friend over there thinks you're really cute. And I'm just like standing there like a freaking nerd sipping my drink. And it was three girls and one guy. And you could tell this guy was yeah, so yeah. upset. <laughs> he was he so was, He pissed. was not happy with me. He's like, these two guys came over and are trying to steal all three of my girls. <laughs> I, just, I needed to take a moment just to appreciate Jason for his ability and willingness to help a buddy out. Of course. My pleasure. That's the New York of me, right? You New see Yorker. something, go get it. All right, so Jason and Blake, what's your go-to opening line? If you were go to, if you're going, walking up to a girl here at the Vegas pool party to hit on them, what would your opening line be? So, so here's go. the deal. I'll go first. I'm not a big opening line kind of guy, and here's why. I think an opening line for everyone out there, all the males out there listening, I think an opening line instantly brings someone's guard up. Okay, oh, yeah, so okay. you drop some Agreed. line and you do some stupid thing and you try and get attention and instantly their guards up. I'm the opposite. I want to be like, listen, I'm not here for anything just to say hello. Like there's there's no pressure. There's nothing. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anything. You don't have to accept the drink. I just want to say hello. I, I noticed you across the bar and I want to say hello. Yeah, I actually agree. I do. So there's two things. Not that I have like two things I do every time, but I always use self-deprecating humor. If yes. you like, yeah, if you, yeah. If you make fun of yourself. hundred percent. They would let their guard down, and then also I dance. I usually grab them and start spinning around. Yeah, the dance well, if we could dance like you, I would do the same. You thing. are, you are a big uh, uh, line dancer, yeah, yes. square dancer, yeah, swing dancing, yeah, swing dancing, swing dancing. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I always go to the bars that have like dance floors and stuff because that's the easiest opener ever. You just want to dance, and you start spinning around. I will say, Blake, can you confirm the funniest thing last night is? We're all hanging out. We made the intro to Dean. He's talking about this girl nonstop. I was Adorable. obsessed with her, by the way. So, I was obsessed. Yeah. So 10 minutes where everyone's like, where's Dean? And what do you know? Like, he's like slowly moseying <laughs> over there, trying to like get back in. She's the most beautiful she girl I've ever seen She was the most beautiful girl I've life. ever seen in my life. I heard that 100 times. Uh, she life. was. It's like a broken record. She was. I didn't get her number because angels don't have cell phones. But the point <laughs> is. <laughs> there's a line. There's a line. Seriously. 
I remember eventually we convinced the guy who was who hated us again. We convinced him to come over and take a shot with us, and then eventually he became our good friend. Yeah, I feel like he's like hanging out with us all night. Oh, that was great. Uh, I mean, let's not put all the pressure on me here. I feel like you guys also had women flocking to you last night. You guys right? always have women flocking to you. It's so funny they talk about opening lines, though, and you don't have one because... Dina and I have talked about this on the podcast before. We totally agree. The best thing to do is go up to a girl and just say, hey, how are you? I'm Jared. Yeah. I'm Dean. It's always the best approach, and guys need to take advice to that. But I remember one time, so I would always do this, but a few years back, I came to Vegas with a couple of my boys, and like for some reason, you get in the mode, you have a couple of drinks, you're like, okay, I'm feeling it. I know what I'm doing this time. So there was these girls in the pool, and I looked at my buddy, and was like, you come after me. Wait here five minutes, and then you come behind me. And I start going up to these girls. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> so I go up to the girls, and literally it was the most awkward thing ever because I'm swimming up to them, and they see me coming, and it's like two or three girls, and they're just – and they're and still – You've mo- you moved slowly in water, Dude, too. I'm swimming like fi- – it's like 15 to 20 feet, so it takes me a good like eight <laughs> seconds to get there, and they're just staring at me. And then I get over there, and I'm like – Hey, what's up? <laughs> and then literally had to keep the conversation trying to go for like four minutes. Finally, my buddy came swimming behind me and I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. What the hell am I thinking? That was the only time I tried like an opening line. Well, here's, here's the thing with those things though, is when you're, when you feel responsible for starting the conversation. So I was playing basketball the other night with some of my, buddy, some of my buddies in um, like West Hollywood or something like that. And one of my friends like brought a girl who he's friends with and I was like trying to have a conversation with her. And if you have to try... <laughs> To continue, like to allow a conversation to continue to happen, it's probably just not. Just like let it go, like let it go. Like okay, she's cute, sure, but I don't want to have to always be responsible for like guiding conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, like. But if someone does have the chops, male or female, to come up to you and swim across the pool to say hello, I think you should respect that, right? Because it's not an easy thing to do is to come up someone cold call and just say hello. To walk up to someone to point, at a pool. If the conversation's not flowing and there's not chemistry, then that's a red flag. That's a I red mean, flag. So if the first conversation go, doesn't go well, is that it? It's over? Move on? I would say almost yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, I completely agree. I think if you don't if you don't have that initial connection, that initial conversation spark, yeah. you know, I, don't, I don't think it comes later. Right. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I might disagree with that. So suppose that you're into this girl and like you, you're, you have the butterfly, she makes you a little nervous or something, and you're not being yourself because you're so like attracted to sure. her physically. You think she's the angel at the Las Vegas <laughs> pool party. Yeah, or drunk. You know, you suppose an angel. Suppose, suppose there was an angel. I mean, you wouldn't give it another shot? Because I would. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that, okay, maybe give it a second try, but also it's like, if that's indicative of what it's going to be like for the rest of your life as a potential relationship, it's just like, do you do you want that? And maybe some people do. I personally don't want to feel like I'm responsible for guiding a conversation. Totally, sure. Right. But it's also hard. Like my sister went on a first date with a guy, and it went really, it went well. So she went on a second date. Second date did not go as well, nearly as well. And she was really going back and forth whether she wanted to go back on a third date. Went back on a third date, and now she married him. Oh, wow. So she, it's like, it's, it's hard because we always say like the three date rule. Like we've okay, had, we've he, had life coaches yeah. come on saying like, you need to go on three dates with somebody before you can really tell whether it's going somewhere or not. But is he, is he punching out of his weight class? Is she like, is she too good for him kind of thing? I'll kick it no, his they're I'll both kick equal. His, they're I'll both. His coverage, well, first of all, yeah. nobody's good enough to date my sister. So uh, I had to, answer, you know, kind of choose, but, but he's awesome. This has me thinking though, in 2018, how are people meeting? Right. I mean, so you're meeting on. Bumble or Tinder or television you're meeting shows. at bars. You're going to reality TV shows. Like I wonder, like how are people meeting today? And I always think about like where am I going to meet my future wife or have I met her? Right. I have an answer. We have we have, have one of our met. friends, Brittany, here who's sitting right next to us. Oh hey Brittany. <laughs> and Brittany, how did you meet your boyfriend? Oh yeah, please weigh in. 
Love those shoes, by the way. Yeah. Um, he DM me on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> DM is like the yes. new hot thing to Instagram do. is the new dating app, I feel I'm, like. I advocate it. Slide into DMs. So, Who cares? What's the worst that can happen? So would you rather... Brittany, this question for you. Would you rather a guy slide into your DMs and or would you rather him like tweet you or comment publicly? Like would you rather a private oh, yeah, DM or no, more of like a shout DM. out? You don't want a shout out. No, private DM. Wow. I what, if, what if you don't see the DM? I didn't see it, and then he tried again four weeks later, Good and then I him. saw that one. I will say the yeah. unsend feature on Instagram is maybe the most revolutionary piece of technology that's ever happened. But I also yeah. quickly want to say this. A lot of people will come up and say, oh, I DM'd you. You didn't respond. There's that whole other section in DM. So yes. if, you're not, if you don't the follow someone, you go into the request folder, and if you don't see that, that's why. It's I, not because you're ignoring But them. it's also different somebody trying to DM, for example, you or Blake because – you guys are getting flooded with DMs yeah. right now. Like it's you. You since sitting down here, you've probably gotten seventeen new DMs. <laughs> I will say I do have actually an interesting story about how I met the girl that I went on a date with just recently this past week that I was just talking about earlier. But before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to uh, Jet Suite X, who actually was the. The, the airline that flew us out here from Los Angeles. Wow. It was awesome. I'm I, I was I'm always a nervous wreck on small planes, but JetSuite X was amazing. It's, it was far better than I could have possibly imagined. It's funny too because so what you, we do is we showed up to Burbank at a hangar. The private jet, whatever it was, was literally sitting right there at the hangar. We didn't have to go through security, nothing like that. Literally no line. And Jared leans into me and he's like, he goes, "I hate small airplanes. <laughs> I'm terrified, I'm terrified. Of small, small airplanes. I'm not a big flyer to begin with, and small airplanes. I just you can feel every bump." I'm just a nervous wreck, and I was f completely fine on Jet Suite. They made the experience actually fun. Dean and I were playing bags, bags in the right hangar. before our flight. We literally showed up 20 minutes before our flight, played a game of bags, and then got on a flight to Las Vegas, which blows my mind to this day. Jet Suite X is incredible. If you're considering traveling any amount of distance, I'm not sure exactly how far they fly, but definitely check it out. We flew from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. It took us you know, 50 minutes, however long that flight is. And I don't know if you noticed this, but we were flying super low. Maybe mm -hmm. just something that I noticed. but Yeah, like 25,000 feet. I, uh, I was going to say more like 15,000, 20,000 feet. Oh, wow. Was it that low? I don't know. It's just my eyes. But... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, do. That looks I, about twenty thousand. I do feet. want. I do want to give them a shout out real quick because they were incredible. Mm -hmm. It was an awesome experience. I, I don't think I can ever fly commercial again. <laughs> no, but the cool thing was, it's like it's not commercial, but it's all also not private. It's kind of like in the middle. It's like private flying with commercial fares, right? Which is pretty cool. And they have business class leg room, which is really nice. So you got plenty of room in front of you. There's free drinks, snacks, cocktails. There's no baggage charges. Like you can bring. You can, we, we, I checked two bags and you get charged for either one of them. It was such a great experience. So, yeah, big shout out to JetSuite X. Um, anyways, back to what I was talking about. So, Brittany, who was so gracious to share her story about how she met her boyfriend. Um, boyfriend. Boyfriend. Uh, I will say the girl that I went on a date with and I, I have been on a couple dates with to this point, I slid into her DMs. I went to a, a, a football game near the end of last year. And she was there, and I, I don't know. I, I guess I recognized her. She was a dancer for the Chargers. I pulled up like the roster on the, the Chargers dancers. I was like, "That's her." I gotta say something. I said something. Fast forward, obviously, uh, like ten months later. This is pretty recent, where we like just started like going on dates, you know. And I, I gotta say, like Instagram is the new dating app. I feel like totally. I think people should stop, like, go after what they want and let go of how it comes to be. So, like, if you find someone really cute on Instagram, don't be ashamed to just DM them. Just DM them and see what happens. Like, there's nothing wrong with being like, yeah, I met my husband on Instagram. You met your husband. You met the person you're supposed to spend the rest of your life with. That's the most important thing, not how you met them. Agree. The fact is that you met them. So, I agree. And That's I'm all so for dating apps, too. 
Like, I'm, you know, I'm all for Bumble and Hinge. And well, we know things. we know Blake's on Bumble. <laughs> good, good transition. Blake's on Bumble, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I yes. mean, I I'm on Bumble too. Hey, why, why are not? You? Yeah, are you? Yeah. Well, according to my Instagram, at yes. least. <laughs> I'm so, we're not dating yeah, the same uh, girl, so I'm gonna to, I think I'm going to go on Match.com. I'm going to have to check something No, but else. I want to go back to this DM thing. If so you guys are on Bumble, I'll stay I'll answer a couple DMs here and there. Oh, I, if they get super witty, like I love those yes, funny DMs. Everyone, I, I agree with like, you. Oh, okay. I agree there with are you. things I'll respond to. I don't respond to – the things I definitely respond most to are when people say that they're fans of the podcast. I like to support mm, and yeah, acknowledge yeah, the people one, that yeah. say that. Um, but yes, I'll, I'll respond every once in a while. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah but saying marry me, I love you, I'm yeah, in love. Yeah, that's just no, not, no, no. That's not and there, do it. and that's the thing too. There are some very attractive women on Instagram, but if they have like a like a, if they say hi or something, it's like you're not gonna respond to someone saying yeah. hi. You know the other problem I have right now is my mother didn't know what Instagram was before I went on the show, yeah. and I barely knew what it was. I think I had five posts. Well, now every time I bring someone up, my mom's going on their Instagram. Nope, you can't date her. She's wearing <laughs> bathing suit pictures. She's showing that's her butt. Awesome. You can't. Nope, I see cleavage. So Instagram has opened up so much. It allows us to scene. stock more so it's, than we probably yeah, should be able to. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I know when I go on like uh, a first date or something, somebody with a girl, and I've already stocked her Instagram. I know who she is already. Right. Like, I, I know, know right? Her, yeah. It's a crazy, t- it's <laughs> yeah, a crazy concept. Well, and I was talking to Jason about this earlier because so I've lived in Denver for maybe like a year after college, and Blake living in Denver now after going on the show, it's like it's a, such a, a it's a big city, but it's also such a such yeah. a small town. Yes. Right, and so it's like. You can't go out, I feel like, in Denver without anyone. Like, everyone knows who you are, basically, at this point, right? Oh, absolutely. I go out. Yeah, I do, like, a, if I go out to a bar, it's like a meet and greet in the corner where I'm right. trying to hide. And they're all, you know, it's like, ah, yeah, it's, it's this, hard. Yeah. This is really funny. Back to DMs and talking about Denver, okay? Because <laughs> let's get back to the important stuff. The DM game. So if I go to New York or Chicago, people will just come right up. There's no question. They want to talk to you. Yeah. They ask. They, they want to have a conversation. Now, when I'm in Seattle, it's like a joke amongst my friends. I'll go to a restaurant, I'll go to a bar, I'll go to a cafe. No one will say a word, which is fine, no worries. And then I leave. And within 10 minutes, you get like I'll 10 get DMs. 15 DMs. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's interesting, <laughs> hey, different cities, you. different cultures. Like, That's actually a really good point. It's the same as like if you were at a restaurant, instead of saying hi to the bartender, you leave your number on a cocktail napkin. It's like the electronic that, version right. of the cocktail napkin. Wow, you're right. Huh. Drop the handkerchief. So perplexing. I will say, so... I don't know if you guys have been to New York. I'm sure you have since the show. And mm-hmm. New Yorkers are very vocal about their love for the show, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. But there's no place like New York after going on The Bachelorette because people will stop you every, every second. Way. And maybe she's like, I learned how to open those doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which New York. I appreciate the respect. <laughs> but you literally cannot walk more than 50 feet in New York, especially coming right off the show without someone stopping you and saying hi, which is fun, but it also gets exhausting and it makes. Uh, I was talking to Jason about this earlier about how it's difficult to date someone because of that, right? And so, like Blake, I, I, I would imagine you moved on since your last relationship, right? So you're like you're dating all that kind of stuff. It's it's so much. It's like a double-edged sword, right? Like it opens doors, but it also makes it more difficult to date yeah. someone after. I would say uh, the opportunities to date yes. are a lot more, but right. yeah, absolutely, you don't know their intentions more or less, or yeah. if they or if they have you know watched the show and they think that's what's hard actually. Is I feel like every time now I meet a woman. They have this idea of who I am, you yeah. know, and they, but they don't really know who I am. You yeah, know, so I feel like I have to almost earlier. live up to this, whatever they built the expectation. Me up to right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dude, I'll, I'll say this. There was a moment during The Bachelorette airing on my season. I was like scared to leave my house because <laughs> I was like, they're portraying to me. They're portraying me to be this like really nice guy, which I think I'm a nice guy, but I've got my faults, obviously. And like, I'm scared to leave my house and like let someone down. Yes. And ruin. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I completely agree. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. <laughs>
Absolutely, and it's so true because like people will come up. I'm sure they come up to you guys all the time, and you're like, "You're the nicest guy alive," and you're like, "No, no, I'm not. I mess up all the time," right. and it's like terrifying because there's this public image of you being like so great, and it's like, "No, like I'm. What if I do something stupid, which I'm very capable of doing?" Yeah. And it's it's nerve wracking, and like you said, Dean, it's like. It's just hard to live up to those expectations. I wonder if we sound like douchebags right now. Probably. <laughs> but that's nothing new for us. We're like, oh, God, it's so hard. <laughs> Day after the show. It really, okay. So many people. It really is, though. I don't care what anyone thinks. It I, f***ing hard. I think it's, I think it's harder after the don't show. Don't bleep that f***ing word out, Easton. You leave that in there. That's oh, great. that's so funny. But that. no, there is challenges that come from it. And I think people are interested. In it. It's interesting talking about I'm over here flirting with a pregnant woman. That's how hard it is for me to be yeah. dating in fucking oh, 2018. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Edit that one out. Edit that one out. <laughs> Dana Kramer is here, and she's looking phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, Ladies boy. and gentlemen, that is Dean, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, Jared, where should Woo. we go? Oh, I know. All right. So I got some qu qu rapid fire questions for you guys that pertain to Vegas. Seeing how we're in Vegas and we're in the cabana next Ooh, to the pool party. Love that. Figured, you know, why not? Let's just ask some Vegas questions. So this is like. So so you guys are sharing a mic, so I'll go first, then Blake. Just totally. so we got. Prep. So this is like three single, three single guys and an engaged guy. And this is the difference in the two right here. So ready? So for like whatever you guys think you do tomorrow morning, tomorrow day, whatever, like answer it that way all right ready all right so pool party or club pool party pool party pool party uh same because i get to be home by seven o'clock uh, <laughs> all right so if you're back in the room by midnight is that a successful night or a failure in vegas yeah, in vegas a failure you don't come to vegas to go to bed doing at midnight your justice, <laughs> yeah. God's sake. dude i was back in the room by 11 p.m last night i'm never going out without jason again <laughs> <laughs> what time were you guys out last night we got back like three-ish. Yeah, I yeah, think three, three sounds yeah. right. Boy, boy. Guys, living your best life. I love it. All right, so in the morning, coffee or Bloody Mary? So what, what day of the week? Jason literally ordered both of those this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I literally ordered Toronto. both. <laughs> Spicy <laughs> Bloody Mary with, with, a, with a coffee with Bailey's. That's how you recover. I, and I got a whiskey, so I can't really say <laughs> I anything. Tell this story. When we were in Toronto, we were in the hotel lobby before it was like 6.30 a.m., and we're all drinking coffee. Jason pops a champagne bottle. Oh, Jesus. Let's go. Get back on the horse, boy. Saddle up. I respect the bouginess that Jason encompasses. Oh, God. That's amazing. All right. If you have to go to a pool party, would you go to a topless party or a bottomless party? Ooh. Bottomless. Topless. I figure everyone knows everything else about us. They might as well see what else we're working on. <laughs> yeah, I'm on topless here. Oh, I love it. Of course, Dean, the bottomless. I love it. Blake I love and I confidence. are going topless. All right. If you guys are next to a beach, you drinking a fruity drink or are you trying to get that manly drink? Fruity, I'm no shame. I'll yeah. go fruity drink. <laughs> I want fruity drink with all the fruit in there, and I'm drinking it with pinky out. For I sure. can't. I can't do the fruity. I'm going whiskey. Oh. <laughs> oh, dude, if I'm next to a beach, pina colada with a banana on top oh, all yeah. day. All right, you guys more of chubbies or board shorts? Chubbies, 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 chubbies. I'm I got so chubbies on right now. Oh, behind yeah. the times, I'm board shorts. All right, on a girl, do you like a one piece or a bikini better? I honestly think one pieces are so one sexy. pieces are now in again. They're I'm, in. I'm so in for that. And a girl that can pull off a one piece. Is does something to me. I'm in for the one piece. Like Janet Kramer. Where is she, by the way? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> so, Dean, pregnant women or non-pregnant women? <laughs> well, it depends. Uh, uh, the reason I asked that question is because I was like, man, I love one piece. Mm -hmm. I wonder if these guys are going to agree. Yeah. I think uh, it's a new thing for me, though. And my Okay, my favorite thing in the entire world is when they have the tan line from the two-piece, and then they wear the one piece that you can see like the hip, like the white uh, tan line, you know what I mean? That's so sexy to me. I don't like know what it is. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So ladies, if you're listening out there, definitely all three men love the One Piece. Uh, Wait, I, before, we, before we go to the next question, I do want to point out that, so I have some friends who work for like brands and stuff like that, and they've talked to like other people from The Bachelorette, like a Chase or Robbie, and, they, and they'll tell that person about like the DMs that they get. And I personally don't ever get like very, like, uh, what's the word, like rated X DMs. It's never like, here's like, here are my boobs, like here, whatever it is. It's always like, here's my dog or like, you're cute. I want to date you like from like a 14 year old. I won't so, say, are I, your guys' DMs, are they more like sexual or are they more like funny and like, like, like cute? Let me tell you this quick story because it's really funny. I won't tell you who the contestant is, but a former contestant on my season of The Bachelorette was a very nice, very good guy. And then he was saying, and then on Paradise, he got a bad, you know, he just was a villain. And so he was like, dude, honestly, the best thing about being villainized on Paradise, he's like, when I was on The Bachelorette and I was a nice guy, I'd get all these like marriage requests and people <laughs> want to date me. And then all of a sudden I became the villain and I got all these nude photos and just <laughs> women want to sleep with me. <laughs> That's, That's the funniest great. thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, J- right. But Jason and Blake, I'm curious to know what kind of what kind do you get typically? I, get, get, I honestly get a lot of like marriage or like deep conversation. They want to talk about like politics, economics, gay rights, which I aggressively support. Sure. You know, they want to talk about like deep things. Yeah. I, don't get, I mean, I will say that it's different forums for different conversations. Right. So DMs are more like deep root meaning core life things. That's what I'm getting. And then somehow like they go to Snapchat and all. <laughs> Breaks loose and it's like just nudes. I'm like, wait, I don't, who are you? Snaps the red light. I, don't, I, I'm like, I think I want to get off Snapchat. Let's oh, go private. Yeah. private. I don't. I don't know how to yeah, use Snapchat. <laughs> I'm I really don't know how to use. It. I don't even snap. I don't Snapchat's think I've sent a, like, pub- yeah. But Blake, like, I'm curious. Yeah, Blake, you must be getting so many marriage proposals. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I don't have like economic questions or any of that, but I do have a lot of deep, a lot of marriage proposals. Uh, I get, you know what? I probably the number one question I get asked is. How do you get over heartbreak? Like that's the yeah. question I get asked all the time. Is like, how did you get over heartbreak? Because I'm going through a heartbreak right now, or whatever. And the crappy and thing is, too, you almost feel like a bad person for not responding to know, everyone. Know. You know, it's like you really want hard. to be there and help them, but you yeah. can't yeah. at the same yeah. time. You don't yeah. have the capacity. And everybody, for it. you know, I always say everybody's heart breaks differently, so it's not like there's one thing that right. will, you know suddenly cure your heartbreak. I will so. say one thing that we can all, I think, commend you for is you. Once you want something it seems like you're there you're and there. you're 100% yeah. into it so yeah yeah for me it's yeah, that's a that's something and I that's fantastic that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. 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 it takes me like harder to get yeah once i once i figure out what i want i go after a thousand percent yeah absolutely yeah you're very passionate about things i like that i like that about you blake uh all right so if you're playing roulette what number are you playing and why <laughs> this was jason's question by the way all right, so I have a really good buddy in the NFL. I know what he would say. He would sixty-nine. He would split six and nine. Oh <laughs> my god! I would play nineteen. Can we talk about your friendship with Rob Gronkowski real quick? How the <laughs> f- do you guys know each other? I, yeah, so him and I grew up together. Um, played hockey on the Mighty Ducks. Uh, how I think he, second grade. How does he, he allow himself to play for the Patriots if he's uh, inherently a Bills fan? Right, like. Well, so the, here's a crazy thing: is the Buffalo Bills. This guy grew up in Buffalo in yeah. the backyard. Of Buffalo, New York. Love and Jim. Oh. Buffalo Bills passed on him not once, yeah. but twice in the draft. Wow. Well, that's so Bills. I think that's Bills in, in his you. games against the Bills are always electric. So I think he's got some uh, fueled energy he's channeling. It's, we were, it's easy to be, you know, okay being on the Patriots when Tom Brady's throwing any passes. We were gambling last night, and uh, the waitress, the cocktail waitress that was bringing us drinks, was wearing a Jim Kelly jersey. And I, I literally, every time she came around, I would, like, try and find you. And I'd be like, Jason, look what I she's was wearing. so excited. But every time, I can never find you. So excited. But his, going back, his infatuation for 6 9 it's outrageous. It stemmed from, like, middle school and didn't stop. 
Dude, like every press a, conference he's it's, ever it's had, unstopped. he mentions when he was like, he was like, yeah, I scored my 68th touchdown today. One more One 69, more if you know what like I mean. Child. It's unbelievable. He, I think he has an alarm set on his phone for 609 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, as if I couldn't love Gronkowski uh, no, anymore. He's All just right. fun. It's so fun. roulette number, what number are you playing and why? Uh, well, Jason just said he'd push 6 and 9. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said 19. I oh, said my, my friend would have done that. Why 19? 19 was my uh, number uh, growing up, hockey and soccer. I'd go uh, number 10 is my lucky number as well. Yeah, i go 12. That's my lucky number, yeah. Why is 12 your lucky number? Uh, it was my number in football and basketball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like waiting for the Tom Brady reference. I'm like, come on, Blake. Come Blake on. Blake is Jared. <laughs> kick, Jared, kick rocks, all right? We're Broncos fans. Ah, <laughs> okay? uh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, 15's mine. Uh, same thing. My birthday. Played it all in sports. Carmelo Anthony. All right, you guys have one concert to go to. You going to Backstreet Boys or J-Lo tonight? Backstreet Boys all day. <laughs> <laughs> all day. I'm going J-Lo. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go J-Lo, oh, too. Man. J-Lo is 50 years old and is still yeah. insane. <laughs> Dude, I'm totally with Jason. Backstreet Boys. All right, for you guys, J-Lo or Britney? J-Lo. I might go Britney, actually. Ooh. I might go Britney. Free your post meltdown. Free meltdown, Britney, sure. I think Britney Spears was my first CD, and I remember when you remember you get the CD and you can open the cover, and there's like a big yes, one to unfold. It's oh, like this yeah. beautiful thing of Britney Spears. She was the first girl I put on my wall. Like, Dude, yeah. I was about to say, Britney Spears was a first for a lot of things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. This we is a dangerous down. podcast. I'll stick with J-Lo. <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, guys. Uh, you're in Vegas here. You're going on the strip. You're going to strip clubs? Yeah or nay? Strip clubs? You like them? Don't like them? Nay. I yeah, cannot fan, stand yeah. strip clubs. Yeah, I cannot really. stand them. He loves them that much. That's I, how. Oh, I, can't, <laughs> yeah, I just can't. You can't even begin to verbalize how much. I he just loves don't. Them. I think it's so degrading. I think it's. I just can't it's, stand the concept. It's awkward. Feel uncomfortable. I think it's just, yeah, it's just an, uh, yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. Well, especially in Denver, there's a couple uh, Diamond Cabaret, Shotgun <laughs> Willie. Uh, I think one of them is BYOB. You just watch Shotgun Willie. Willie. So the, the strip club. The governor of Dean. Denver owns a strip club in Denver. <laughs> and like, that's the only place that serves alcohol till 4 a.m. Dean it's is just, like the Yelp of strip clubs. Yeah, hey, uh, five out of five stars. Uh, I personally am very vehemently against strip clubs. I yeah. hate them. Me too. I, I did go. To, I did go to one in Portland one time, and it was a karaoke strip club. Oh. So you stand up okay. there and you try and sing. Karaoke okay. while they're stripping on you. It's that's pretty so funny. Actually, that's to pretty watch. Funny. It's so there is one in Miami that's more of like a club than an actual strip club. And that one, uh, I think it's called Eleven. I think that's really fun. I think that's a good spot. But, I think yeah. it's called uh, Eleven. 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's. <laughs> it's I, I've been 11. there once or twice. <laughs> I think it's called Eleven on One Two Three Main Street, Miami, Florida. <laughs> Zip code nine eight one two one. All right, if you guys have one movie to watch while in Vegas, you watching Hangover, or Ocean's Eleven. Hangover for uh, Oceans. Me. I love yeah, Oceans. Oceans. Oh, I love Hangover. Big Oceans guy. Big Oceans. You know who's guy. a huge, huge Oceans guy is uh, grocery <laughs> grocery store Joe. Oh, okay. Grocery okay. store Joe told me he like every night falls asleep to Oceans. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, so he watches it like over and over and over. That's how I'm with the That's Office on Netflix. Yeah. But wait, he, like oceans. falls asleep to Oceans. It's great. I mean, I love Joe. He's kind of got that swagger like a George Clooney. Or, like, a doesn't surprise like me. Actually, yeah. I can yeah. totally see him. That, is that weird guy. for you guys to see? Because you guys didn't know Joe that well from your season, right? I didn't talk to him once. Exactly. I have no idea. I've never him and I like talked a lot. But it was a lot of post show. You guys. Have probably well, talked about yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great guy. He's so awesome. really nice. And him are, and Kendall are awesome, yeah. too. Awesome. Uh, are you guys more of a, a, a George Clooney or Brad Pitt in that movie? Pitt. George Clooney all day. I'm I like Pitt. to say that I I'm look like Pitt. Brad Pitt, so. 
I'll always Dude, be, Dean, I'll always be, I'll, Jared, I'll always be Team Pitt. I'm, I'm definitely more George Clooney. He's my doppelganger. Dean, you are the definition of Brad Pitt in yeah. that movie. I I love it. All right, you guys. I like to say I have the body from Bad, Brad Pitt from Flight Club, and then the personality of Brad Pitt from Oceans. Can we give uh, Wells a shout out here? <laughs> Wells, Wells is walking to the cabana. Walking over up, here. looks like a million bucks. And he's he's on break. He's not making drinks today. No no drinking making today. All right, you guys more of a spray tan or suntan? Spray. I, okay. Spray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me let me tell you let me tell like you a quick funny story about Blake and Colton, day. and I'll make it quick. Oh yeah. We're on the show, and these guys are like look so bronze and beautiful. I'm like, what are you guys? How, like, who are you? What tanning booth are you going to? Both of them have like Jergens extra tan lotion. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you dirty dog. On your face. If, of you two, I would expect Jason to be the one that does that. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. For the record, now I use it. Because Luke, because Luke Pelton wore that stuff on uh, Winter Games, and I would always give him so much crap for it. I'm like, Colton dude, bathes in that stuff. It's Colton December, Colton Mar- Mar- not supposed to be there, but he did it all over. <laughs> and now I, I use it. No shame. Uh, Dean, did what did you say? Suntan or spray tan? I'm a sun guy. I don't even use sunscreen. I I'm a suntan in, guy. I, I don't believe in rubbing shit in my skin. You don't believe so a lot of things. I, don't, everyone, I like it. Everyone showed up here with a shirt on. Nick Vial just showed it. It's like a shirt automatically gone. Guy's so ripped. I hate it. I'm never taking my shirt off within ten feet of him. All right, you guys, if you guys are out dancing, you fist pumping or flossing? Flossing. Flossing. <laughs> Come on, Jason. Ugh. I'm going to let everyone down. I'm fist pumping. Oh, total fist pump <laughs> guy. Fist pumping, Come on, baby. man. Don't let me down like that. I'm totally fist pumping. Pauly D for life. All right, last question. If you're going on the Vegas Strip, Planet Hollywood or anywhere else? Obviously, Planet Hollywood. Planet, Planet Hollywood, Hollywood, baby. Planet Hollywood all the way, There's guys. No question. This place is amazing. This no. is our second year. Well, you weren't here last year, but I wasn't here last this year. This place is incredible. It's a hidden gem. It's unreal. No, it really you know is. that Planet Hollywood celebrating 10 years with all its new rooms and suites? Guys, this, Hollywood, this Planet Hollywood is awesome. We love the pool. We love our rooms. You can stay in a bright, contemporary, ultra-hip room. You can upgrade to a spacious suite with panoramic views of the Las Vegas Strip. Ashley and I's room is incredible. It has a view of the entire Strip. I can see from Encore all the way down to MGM, the roller coaster Ferris wheel. It's pretty incredible. Whatever room you choose, you feel like Hollywood VIP. It's actually Planet Hollywood is also home to Gordon Ramsay Burger. You know, you can go there, get a casual burger that's always fresh and always energetic. Uh, it's located right inside our center strip entrance. You can prepare for kind of dining experience that only Gordon Ramsay can deliver. Um, <clears throat> their theater, the Axis, it's home to the hottest resident headliners on the strip. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Lionel Richie, they have all... Lionel Richie's all the hits, but all of their hits are going to be played when you come to Planet Hollywood. The sixth floor pool deck, which is what we are on right now in our cabana, features all new cabanas, uh, great entertainment, uh, first and only Flow Rider wave machine. You guys doing the Flow Rider later? I love the Flow Rider. Yeah, I want to see this thing. I haven't done this thing. It is literally the most fun thing in the entire Do world. Do you guys surf? No. <laughs> yeah. you, you snowboard, I imagine. <laughs> skier, snowboard, Blake? Yeah, yeah, I snowboarded growing up. So Jason's a skier, I imagine. I'm a skier. Yeah. Wait, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> uh, sky resurgence, man. You're a sky virgin. It's okay. <laughs> you guys are going to just be fine on the floor, right? Definitely, you guys coming out to the Vegas Strip, definitely check out Planet Hollywood. Uh, I think that will do it for us today. What do you think, boys? Yeah, this yeah, was yeah, a guys, great this was so much fun. awesome podcast. So much Thanks fun. for having us. That was blast. Uh, uh, Blake, Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Big shout out to Planet Hollywood. Big shout out to Jet Suite X. We're excited. 
uh, to fly back on our private jet back to Los Angeles. Dean, as always, you are the best. I would like to give one more shout out to Jason for just having the most incredible ability to open. And I hope that this continues for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> I'm excited to spend the rest of the weekend with you guys. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yes. I'll be in the room by 11. I'm excited to hear all the stories the following morning at brunch. So definitely, guys, thanks for tuning in. And make sure you tune in next week for an all-new episode of Help I Suck at Dating, where hopefully we suck a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating with Dean, Vanessa, and Jared on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcast.